This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm Laura, and I'm going to throw it over to Amy, like always, to get us started with this week's game. Tonight, we're playing Husker Trivia, so we'll each ask five questions. So, my first question is, over what five-year stretch did Nebraska go 60-3? and three? 94 to, wait, you said five years? Yes. Five okay, I'm going to start 93. 93. 93 so, to 97. Yes. Yes, that is it. It was the last Ooh. five under Tom Osborne. He only lost three games within five years, which is pretty remarkable. We lost to Florida State in the 94 bowl game. And then in the 96 season, we lost to Arizona State and Texas. And then other than that, we won all of our games. Second question. How many conference championships do we have? I think I, it's in the 40s. I'm going to say 43. I was going to also Google this as a question and decided it was going to be too hard. I'm going to piggyback off Megan. I'm going to go with 39. It is 43. Well, good job, um, Megan. You Thank count you. our very first season, which it wasn't really like a conference in the like early 1900s, then we can have 46, but it's really 43 because that's when we were in the Missouri Valley, and then we went to the Big Six, Big Seven, Big Eight, Big 12. Um, so, yes, 43. Wait, we haven't won any in the Big Ten? <laughs> no, we've been to the championship, <laughs> but ironically, that is more championships than any other team in the Big Ten has, so... Even though we haven't won any Big Ten championships, we're still leading. Not yet. (laughs) That's right. Just wait for it. That's right. Okay. Third question. Who was the first Husker Ibac to run for 1,000 yards in a single season as a true freshman? I don't Um, think Prince Phillips, he's not Ibac either. I think he was a pure running back and he didn't. Yeah. That's kind of what's tripping me up because some of the older players, I'm not like Johnny Rogers. I'm not sure what he played. Back. Okay, I'm Johnny Rogers. Okay, Laura. Sure, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Lawrence Phillips. Okay, it was actually Amon Green, who oh. was in for a suspended Lawrence Phillips. That's the reason he got to play as a freshman. Nice. And it was 1995, and he ran for 1,086 yards. So nice. And he went on to have a really good career at Green Bay. Nice. Okay, fourth question: How many games did Tom Osborne win as Nebraska's head coach? Gosh, um, how? Okay, let me do some he, mental math here. He yeah, coached for say, 25 years. Okay. And you play around, we'll say, Talk 12 plus a bowl game. Talk through it. Yep. So that would I'm be say 300 low 200. wins. I'm going to so say, say, yeah, I'm going to say 211. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to go a little bit lower than that because his first years weren't very good. 197. Okay. I'm going to go over 200. I'm going to say 208. Okay. It is 255. What? He averaged over That's 10 crazy. Games, over 10 wins per season. Yes. Wow. Even, like That's when you hear about good. his like how he struggled at the beginning, like, and I mean, he did have a couple like actually, but like struggling for us was like <laughs> nine or 10 wins. You know what I mean? Like it yes. was just, he couldn't win the big one. Those so were the days. He averaged over 10 wins per season, which is pretty Neat. incredible. Okay. Last question. In 2002, we set a school record of pancake blocks in one single game. How many do you think we had in one game? 
Oh, I haven't heard this question before. Okay. I think it must be a lot. I'd say over 50. Think about how awesome our offensive line was. Double it. If it happens on one play, but two guys go down, is that two or is that one? That's two. Okay. It's how many So, yeah, I'll go with with our last um, championship year. I'll go with 97. Okay. It was 110. And I was watching the documentary on our 94 and 95 teams yesterday. And I just forgot about how awesome, like, it was to have an offensive line and just how crazy good they were. They would be, like, telling the defense, hey, we're going to run this play. And then they'd run it. And then they're like, we're going to do it again. And they'd still block them. You know what I mean? It was just, it's kind of cocky and arrogant, but I like it too, because it was just like, we're that good that we're just going to run this play (laughs) again and again. Yes. And does anyone want to guess who that was against? It's a Texas school. So it makes it real sweet. Baylor. Nope. Texas Texas Tech. Tech. Nope. (laughs) How about Texas Texas A&M? How about Texas? Texas. How about TCU? Texas A&M. Okay. Well, good questions, Amy. Those were great. Thank you very much. All right. Megan, do you want to go next? I can. I would like to start off with an easy one. Number one, what are the official colors of the Nebraska Cornhuskers? Scarlet and cream. And black, technically. Scarlet and cream. Scarlet and cream. Very nice. Cream, But people gave us crap about our alternate uniforms having black on it. Black is a registered color for Nebraska. So. Okay. In the fight song, it's scarlet and cream. Just FYI. I understand that, but our official school colors are scarlet, cream, and black. Okay. okay. I was looking for scarlet and cream, but I will accept your answer, Laura. Question number two. Nebraska handed which current coach his worst loss? It was in 1995, and the final Steve, score was 50 to 10. Oh, it was what? Burger's not a current coach, is he? Yeah, Burger's not a current coach. Can't be Willie Tagger. I'm trying to think of, like, Ed, what did you say? Less Miles. Less Miles. What did you say the score was? 50 to 10. What, were they a head coach at the time? Yes. Not at the same school, but he was a head coach when we beat them. Gotcha. Well, that wasn't a bowl game because that's what well, I was it, thinking. So I'm assuming my answer is incorrect. Yes, I would have stopped you if it was correct. Chip Kelly. Willie Taggart. No, it was against the Michigan State Spartans. Do you want the answer? Yes. It was Nick Saban. Oh, Well, that's a fun fact to know. Question number three, moving on. Nebraska has had several different team names over the years. Can you name, yes, can you name the three other official names that they were? The Rattlesnake Boys, the Antelope, and the Bug Eaters. Okay. The Bug Eaters and the Antelopes were two. The other one? Rattlesnake Boys. Okay. I didn't see that one, but the Old Gold Knights. Mm. Yes, they were the Knights too. So... Are you guys ready for question number four? Yes. Yes. Okay. What conferences, and I know Amy knows the answer to this, what conferences has Nebraska been a part of? Big 10, Big 8, Big 7, Big 6. Missouri Valley. Missouri Valley. You're forgetting one. Well, the, the Big very, 10 now. The, the very first one was the, it was like something that wasn't even like. Tech- no, 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 no. Oh. I don't think you said it. You said Big, big 10, 12. Big. Yeah, the Big 12. Yeah. You already said that. Okay, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. All right. Final question. Who is the only Cornhusker football player that I have personally met? Scott Frost. Did shake his hand. 
No, it's not Scott Frost. Oh yeah, you guys, you weren't there when we met him, were you? Yeah. Um, um, have you met? You shook his hand. I did. Give mm-hmm. us like a clue. The only clue I can think of would give it away. Eric Crouch. It like was Eric Crouch. Crouch. Okay, you can't think no. of like he's white. He was a quarterback. Like he ran a four-four. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say he was a Heisman winner. Well, yeah, but... that clue would give it away. But geez. He was a good track athlete. Lots of clues. I'm so, so sorry. All right. Those are all my questions. Laura, I'm handing it over to you now. I accept this torch. Okay. So for my first one, I also did a gimme. So how many natties have we won? How many national champions? Yes. 70, 71, 94, 95, 97, and TBD. How long has Coach Osborne coached? And I gave this answer earlier, so... It, well, it's 25, 25 years head coach, but he's yeah. under Bob Devaney too. So yes, yes, head coach 25 years. So he started when he was 35 years old and retired in 1997. What is our bowl record? It's like 500. It's bad. Uh, I can't imagine that it's good. It's correct, but what is the actual number of games to losses or wins to losses? 63 to 63. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't guess that many. I would say 30 to 28. I said it was 500, and Amy was correct, and Megan's like 30 to 28. <laughs> well, she's going around 500. Oh, okay. It's uh, literally 500, so it's 26 oh. and 26. So. Okay, but I was really close with the numbers. I didn't she know worked. it was exactly 500. Very close. And which one have we been to the most? Bonus question. Orange. Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl with 17. The next one is the Fiesta with six. All right. I'm sure you guys maybe looked this up for our game, but who was the first coach of Nebraska? I have no idea. Oh, I, I don't. That up. was like in the 1800s. I'm going to say Bill Clancy. Art Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> very close, both of you. It's very British shouting. It's Dr. Langdon Frothingham. He had a sweet record of 2-0, and so two wins, zero losses. He coached in 1890, and he only coached for one year. But shout out to Langdon Frothingham for being well, the first. he was never beaten. I know. That's true. That's right. He is a defeated coach, at least for, for Nebraska. When was Herbie first spotted, a.k.a. kind of created? Um, This was like later on. 52. Okay. I'll say 63. It's 19. 19- 1974, wow. he appeared on a magazine, and he was actually designed by someone from Texas. Boo! And, fun fact, Herbie Husker won the national mascot back in 2005 during that Capital One. I remember um, that. I do, too. I remember it, and I believe he, like, blew everybody out of the water, because I'm like, only Nebraska people are going to vote for this. But, yeah. yeah. We, like, vote, like, 25 times from each computer. Just, like, up internet, made a kick our, you know, mom and dad off the phone to get on to it. But, yep, Capital One, I'm pretty sure he's the first winner. I might be wrong on that one, but um, he was the national mascot in 2005. So I have a fun little bonus question for us. And this is to take us into a little segment before we talk about the game. So they just announced that Nebraska is going to be playing in Ireland in 2021. So the question that I have for you is, when is the last time Nebraska played overseas? Who did we play? And who was their head coach? I have no answer. Um, I didn't even know that this had occurred. So I'm going to say, let's go like China or something. And I'm going to say Kansas. 
very close to Amy, <laughs> your geography and the team you played. So we did play in Tokyo, Japan. We played Kansas State when Snyder was still the head coach in 1992. Uh, we actually won, which means we clinched the Big 8 championship with that win. Tommy Frazier was our quarterback. Little fun fact for you. I do not remember that. Why? And what was the purpose of doing that? So that you could get the farm boys out and see the rest of the world. <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. Actually, it's super funny. So I was reading the paper because um, Chattel did an article on it. And they were saying that like, the Japanese fans like didn't really understand the game at all. But they were giving like a red pom-pom and a purple pom-pom. And they didn't really understand. So they just kind of cheered the whole time. Okay. And then when they talked to the players, the players were like, no, they only cheered when we kicked the ball. So they never <laughs> didn't understand like the game, really. Yeah. Um, I also read that there was a sushi available for, you know, like concessions. Mm-hmm. And during halftime, it was karaoke and the fans could participate. Oh. So just hoping, you know, Ireland cheers is just as fun. Yes. Yeah, I am super excited for that game. I really want to go to it. I don't think I'm going to purchase the package through the university. That seems pretty expensive. But I might try to see if I can, like, piecemeal some stuff together and go. They were only selling tickets to the game, like, through packages. Like, I thought the way that they laid it out was, like, you couldn't get a ticket to the game unless you bought a package. That's kind of what I was reading. But I'm holding out. (laughs) I mean... I'm sure there's some black market for tickets. I was going to say, just fly over there and hope to get some, like, scalp tickets. Scalpers. Exactly. We'll see. Yeah, there's some information on it. But, yeah, I was super excited to hear that. Very interesting. All right, something not quite as interesting. We will transfer over to talking about last week's game. What are y'all's thoughts? Bye, Felicia. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks. Bye. Um. Okay, well, I have some trivia to start <laughs> off. <laughs> we just keep avoiding the subject. We're like, um, trivia. Well, it's somewhat related. Exactly. We'll ease ourselves into this conversation. Okay. How old do you think PJ Fleck is? 40 I don't know. Hot tub time machine called, and they want to do a sequel. So is he available? He does look exactly like that actor. <laughs> he looks exactly like him. It's unnerving. Okay, when I was watching the game on Saturday night, I was shocked by how old he looked. Answer my question. How old is he? Okay, no, he's not 42. I'm going to say oh. like 37. For reference, Scott Frost is 44. Right, but Scott Frost is a league of his own, so we can't really measure anyone to him. Okay, I thought PJ Fleck was pushing 50. He looks no, like he's Scott's grandpa. Born in 80, so he's only a year younger than Megan. You're older older than me. me. I misspoke, okay? Calm down there, Missy. I don't look like PJ Fleck. Please. (laughs) He's 39. He's 39. I said 37. I would have have never, ever guessed. No, when he was at Western Michigan, he looked old. I know, but then when I saw him on Saturday night, I was like, oh my gosh. I thought maybe he just looked young when he was at Western Michigan. And then, like, now his age is starting to show, but he's really that young. I think Minnesota has, like, aged him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's hardened him. So here's the deal. They may have won the game, but it's proof you can't have it all. We still have a coach that is aging way better. Yeah, well, the game was disappointing. I think if you watch the press conference after, Scott was just, I mean, he's typically looks, like, frustrated or agitated, but typically he's like, yeah, this was this and this was that and whatever. He was, like, so broken 
for this game. And I don't know. I'm like, I, I know you have to hit rock bottom before you can go up. And I think maybe we all thought we were there, but maybe we were still falling. We don't know. See, I don't That's think right. you have to hit rock bottom to go up. Like you can just stop in the middle and then go up like that. You don't have it would to be nice. I do think that, like, missing Martinez, like, he's the leader of that team. And I think him being out is, it's a little more than just, like, um, Vedral coming in on a, on a last-minute drive and driving, like, the whole game. That There's a difference in that. And then Wandale getting her, the wind was out of our sails. I don't know. It was just, it was like, I don't know, watching someone you love, like, box and just, like, get punched in the face repeatedly. And it's just like you can't watch it anymore. I dipped out after Wandale got hurt because I just couldn't I couldn't stomach it anymore. And this isn't like the Ohio State game where it's like, okay, this is a top tier team. This is like losing to the dumb girl at the spelling bee. It was just it shouldn't happen ever. And it was just really depressing. Yeah, it was it was super frustrating because we were supposed to be the physical team and they ran what maybe 10, 11, 12 different plays and we could not stop them. They were the more physical team. And that's so frustrating for me because uh, they aren't that talented. I agree. I don't think they're that good. And we yeah. just got and that's, shellacked. I was so worried about our secondary and their, their receivers because like mm-hmm. they have really good receivers. And then I was yep. like, we didn't even stop their run game. Like it, it was it was the opposite of what I thought was going to happen. And it was just like this big giant mess. Megan, yeah. do you have any thoughts before we just go ahead and skip forward to the offensive and defensive player? I mean, I also checked out at halftime. There were a lot of other good games on and I needed to distract myself. But in the first half, I mean, I saw more of what I feel like has been plaguing the team all season. And that is absolutely no offensive line. The thing is, it wasn't that they were that much bigger than us. Is this a technique issue? Is it a mental issue? Um, at one yeah. point in the game, we had five offensive linemen like laying on their backs. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. Two seconds. I don't know. That is so frustrating to watch because that shouldn't be happening. It's not like we're a bunch of little guys up there and they're really big and strong and just throwing us around. I don't understand how that's happening. And it's been a problem the whole season, you know, I thought South yeah. Alabama had an amazing line and I don't think they did now that I'm looking <laughs> back at it. I'm like, You're like oh. really that bad because I haven't seen a game yet where we have really dominated the line. That to me is the root issue. I think if you fix that, all of the other pieces, like all of our other tools are going to be able to be used a lot more effectively. I think we're just reminded that football is a team sport. We've talked about this a little bit just with Heisman candidates, you know, because their teams make them look so good. And I think you've just got to remember all of the fundamentals have to be done correctly by every member on the team in order to make anyone look good. No one person is going to be able to come in and save our team. Not Adrian Martinez, not Wandale Robinson. We need the whole team to be playing with more excellence. You're only as strong as your weakest link or whatever. And that's this the thing with the line. Like, if you have, you know, really good guys, but one week, like, people are still mm-hmm. going to get through to get to the quarterback. So, yeah, you need everyone strong up there. I The the one, like, encouraging thing that I want to say, because I always look for the bright side, is that we do, I think our total number of freshmen is, like, 69 or 70. But it's, like, either redshirt or true freshman on the team right now. And we have mm-hmm. about 150 on our roster. That's almost half the team. So it's, like, 
it's one of those things where there's so much youth that they can be trained still like you know the way scott wants them to play Mm -hmm. like some of the mistakes are more forgivable when you're a freshman i just like there's a lot of youth coming up and also the other thing is like we're still getting recruits getting blown out by ohio state getting beat by minnesota like we're still getting recruits so it's like he is like scott frost is like the charismatic like recruiter that we want he's like a cool guy he's good looking and people are still going to come. And he does need time to build a team. Like, you can't just come in and do it right away. I know he had a lot of success at UCF right away. But that's not really normal. And you can't really bank on that. So, it's just, it's going to take time to get some talent. And also, the guys that he, you know what I mean? Those guys with, like, the killer instinct that he's going to find like you know the Wandales the guys that want the ball in their hand at the end of the game to win the game you know I just just gonna be a little more time yeah I just <laughs> I actually love from like the administration's perspective so like Bill Moose how like before he played Ohio State we announced like the new facilities and then like right after Minnesota we announced like the Ireland game like they're really trying to keep spirits high for us mm-hmm. but all right well let's put this game in the past and look forward who are you guys' picks <laughs> For offensive player. Um, okay. I'm going to go Diedrich Mills because he scored a touchdown. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Points. Points are good. Points are good. And also, a little fun fact about him. So, he actually has played at the stadium we're going to be going to in Ireland, Aviva Stadium, Georgia back Tech in there. 2016 when Boston College and Georgia Tech played there. And he actually scored a touchdown there, too. Very nice. Um, I... Because I didn't watch the whole game, I am going to, instead of awarding a player, I'm just going to award the offense for not having any turnovers. I think that is a win when we're trying to look for positive things. And so, way to go, not turning the ball over. Yeah, but I mean, they were barely on the field at all. But okay, I do like the positive. Amy, okay, Mrs. Amy, Amy looks on the positive listen, side. I am trying so hard to channel some optimism here. Do not shit. I, I know. She's like, I'm so positive. I appreciate <laughs> it. My brain. But I just like, I don't know. I just, the thing though with the offense is like, they have to give our defense a break at some point. Our defense can't be on the field the whole time. We can't go three and out, three and out, three and out, and like expect our defense to hold up all game. That just can't yeah. happen. So I'm, I agree. I appreciate the positivity. I'm just a little <laughs> I sore. appreciate it, but you're wrong. Okay. I, know. So I you're don't wrong. know what else I could have said. <laughs> Take your opinion I... and shove it. <laughs> there were no other players who scored touchdowns, Amy. So I had to I think know. outside That's the box. That's why I grabbed him first. <laughs> He's got to be quicker. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm going to pick someone I don't believe we picked all year. He came in. He's come in a few other times, but it's Cade Warner. And he came in, he had three catches for 38 yards. I didn't pick him because he had like a flashy standout game, but watching him play last year and this year a little bit, I respect his ability to block. So not just catching the ball, also blocking. I thought he was one of the better ones. And I know we hadn't picked him yet, and I was excited to see him get some catches this game. So I went with Cade Warner for my offensive player. I do like him. Arizona okay. boy. Well, I'm going to go first for defense, and I'm going to pick Mo Berry. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't care. Uh, I think he led in tackles and assists, or he's one of the top ones in that category. So I went with Mo Berry. Um, Okay, well, I'll pick 
I'll pick, I think it was Carlos Davis. Um, I saw it was in the first half. He, like, he was, like, pulled, like, halfway pulled down. So she like, said. That, like, doesn't even make sense. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you. I'm, like, trying to picture how that would be possible. Like, what does that even mean? And I don't I, know. You guys aren't giving me good ones anymore. So now I just have to try and throw it in whatever. Okay. Had to censor That's what she said. <laughs> yes. Just like that. That's how we do it. Okay, no. He was, like, the guy, the Minnesota guy had a hold of him. The Minnesota offensive player had a hold of him. And he, like, didn't have his arms free. And he just, like, jutted his body out and tackled the guy with, like, part of his chest. And, like, I, I don't know. It was just, like, a good defense. Like a dolphin emerging from the water. Did you see that play? No, but how you described it is how That's I see it. legit what it was. It was, like, he had he had nothing free and he wasn't even on his feet anymore. And so he just, like, threw his body into the path and tripped up the runner and got him. It was amazing. Okay. I'd like to see the effort, so. Yep. All right, Megan. I'll go with the Davis twins. They each had four tackles, so. One of them was a dolphin dolphin tackle. And one of them was the forearm to the helmet. (laughs) We like the aggression. All right, let's move on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Something more uplifting. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a joke, so this is perfect. Great. All righty. Are you guys ready for this? I think so. Okay. Ready. What do Colorado and marijuana have in common? I don't know. So many but... things. They both got smoked this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should Very probably nice. clarify to listeners it was not you, but. <laughs> no, it wasn't by me. It was just by somebody. But Colorado nice. got like absolutely killed and it was amazing. It was a good Friday night. Nice. Yes, I did see that. And no surprise there. They're not good. My favorite quarterback uh, took them down. Well, before we get on to recapping some of last week's games, let's move on to your section. Football on fleek. We are picking best facial hair college football players. Any D1 athlete is up for grabs. So, Laura, why don't you go first? I'm going to throw out someone who is not a current one before I give you the real pick, which is a current player. But do you guys, can you guys Google right now? Yeah. Ross. And then the last name is... I'm going to butcher it. Desiris. It's D-Z-U-R-I-S. He's the Nebraska player. Yes, not anymore, though. Yeah, but he had that, like, really sick. I know who you're talking about. And he, he did have awesome facial hair. Mm-hmm. It was like, and then he would twirl yep. the ends of his mustache out. Super cool. Anyone that's listening that doesn't know, Google it. You'll be very pleased. I went with my pick for a couple reasons. So, one, he's a defensive lineman, number 38 for Nebraska. And he is a Navy SEAL. I picked Damian Jackson. Okay. He was my runner-up. Okay. See, if you were to picture someone who lived in Alaska out in the woods, not necessarily like a lumberjack, but just someone who like lived off the land hunting, fishing. lumberjack fits. You would, that is what Damian Jackson looks like. He looks like a tough dude. Yeah, that mm-hmm. beard is, like, thick. It's not, like, a scraggly little thin thing. It's, like, yeah. real nice. I like his beard and it'd be thicker than my hair. I could wear it as a wig. But. Ooh. <laughs> well. <laughs> know tweet him out. Yes. He is pretty cool. Got a- yeah. All right. So, Damian Jackson is my pick. What about you guys? Okay. Well, I'm going to go next because I feel like mine might be a letdown. I'm not a huge fan of facial hair. So, this one was a bit of a stretch for me. I decided to go with someone that I've been 
rather critical of. And so I feel like he needs a little encouragement, a little boost of self-esteem. So I'm going to pick Felipe Franks because his little goatee reminds me of Mr. Tumnus. It just always makes me chuckle when I see him. And he really Actually, does. Actually, if you put like a goat bottom on him, he yep. could be Mr. Tumnus. Like, I know. If he was I know. Picture that has no facial hair. He looks very different. Like the yeah. one who's in a like suit jacket and tie. But yeah. then, yeah, his whole picture, you're right. Amy's correct. If you just put some hooves on him and maybe a little, some little <laughs> ears, like the little goat ears. Yeah. yeah. Yep. 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 So, Amy, what was your pick? Okay. Well, first of all, I'm going to keep it home and stay in Nebraska. Um, this is a Nebraska boy. His hometown is Nebraska. And he plays for us. He's number 37. He's a cornerback. And if I'd known about his name, he would have been my name pick last week. His name is P-H-A-L-E-N, which I'm guessing is Phelan and not Fallon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I don't want to hear anything about my jokes anymore. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Do continue. Oh, my gosh. His facial hair. Is I don't I don't it's like an animal is on the bottom half of his face like a, like maybe a squirrel tail or just something very very thick and then his like mustache is like a little skinny like Jalen Hurts type mm-hmm. like upside down smile for his upper it, lip it's, yeah it's like crazy it's like a Rhett Butler you know like a real mm-hmm. thin yeah. yeah one here I'm just gonna send his picture. I googled I just googled it oh, I googled so I, I'm looking at him right now I'm looking it's, at Fallon anyway it's crazy. Yeah. So I'm I'm picking him. Okay. That's pretty yeah. good. And he's a redshirt freshman, so hopefully we'll see some more of him. And hopefully he's a really good cornerback and covers people well so that we have a good defense. Nice. Well, that was fun. All right. Well, do you guys want to um, revisit our picks from last week? I don't remember them, but I do remember well, that. I you do. So don't worry about that. So I remember... Good. Yeah, I remember picking Oklahoma over Texas, which I was right about that. Okay, I did Texas, and they did hang in pretty well, I will say, but I was incorrect. So good job, guys. I thought OU would beat them by more. I thought mm-hmm. this was kind of like their chance to um, like kind of distance themselves or like gain some ground on LSU and like beat them by more than what LSU did. And they didn't really do that. And also, I kind of thought Jalen would have a really big game because honestly, like if you're a Heisman contender... Um, You can have, like, solid games here and there against, like, you know, the lesser teams. But when you're in big games, that's when you need to have great games. And I was not as impressed with him as I thought I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he did pull it together a little more mm-hmm. in the second half. But, like I said, you can't just be solid. Like, you have to be big. You have to mm-hmm. make big, huge plays. I was more impressed with CeeDee Lamb. I don't know if Texas yeah. can't tackle or... He's just yeah, a, big, terrible. Or a little bit of both was going on there, but he looked like an absolute monster the way they couldn't bring him down. Um, his yak yards were incredible. So yeah, I, I was more impressed with him. I, I agree. Think- I did not think that Jalen Hurts looked that good, but he had four touchdowns, three, obviously passing to CD lamb, one rushing. Mm-hmm. And between the two, he had almost 400 yards. So <laughs> I yeah. agree. I remember watching. I was not that impressed. But now that I'm looking at the stats, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm jaded. What shocked me is the defense for Oklahoma. I still yeah. think they're good. I think they're uh, Big 12 good. But they sacked Ellinger nine times, which is I insane. Know. Their defense really did step up. 
that one, I mean, it didn't shock me. I still, I thought Texas could maybe pull it out, but I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I still think those teams need to like actually play someone. I was, I had more fun watching the Texas LSU game than the Oklahoma, Texas. What did you I guys think of the Florida yeah. LSU game? Uh, so I watched more of that than our game. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I did too. Um, so I was actually more impressed with Florida than I was LSU in this game. I thought LSU was insane. I, I thought LSU would beat them by more because, yeah. Um, by more? Florida, yes, Florida had driven down there, and if he hadn't thrown that pick there at the end, that would have tied the game up. And then th- th- that's a different ball game then. The game was closer the than score looks, no, yeah. the game was closer than the score looked like to me. LSU has an explosive offense, um, but I don't think their D is going to be able – like, if they couldn't stop Kyle Trask in Florida, I don't think they're going to be able to stop, you know – Mm-hmm. The big time, like the Ohio State's, Alabama's, um, even like Clemson. Like, I think they would struggle against that as well. So LSU is. No, I think LSU-Clemson can be a game. Well, no, I definitely think it would be a game too. But I think that Clemson could beat them. And I don't think Clemson's that great. I just, my thing is LSU is beatable because of their defense. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I kind of disagree. Uh, I thought LSU looked really dominant. I don't know how you thought that when they were back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then Florida was up. I and mean, then... it's number seven, number five. Yeah, I, know, I, think, but I, I think the difference is LSU made big plays in big time moments, and they didn't make big mistakes in big time moments. Right. I think that's think, the difference. I didn't think Florida should be ranked that high, and I didn't think that it would be that close of a game at all. So that's why I'm saying I was more impressed with okay. Florida in this game okay. than I was LSU. Okay. I I guess I'm, I feel like Florida's a different team. The last three games, they're a different team. I, I say kicked Mr. Tum. Yes. I just, after I saw Florida play Auburn, I thought they might be the real deal. I do think that they're a really good football team. And the fact that LSU, I felt was dominant the whole game. I do understand it went back and forth, but I never for one second thought LSU is going to lose this game. Even um, when Florida was up like late? Yeah. Game? No, no. Okay. Well, so I think you guys had Burrow on your Heisman. One of your Heisman picks is a right. Yes. I did right. pick him and um, I said he's the best pure passer in the country right now. And I think he is right now in the lead for like odds to win the Heisman after that weekend because yeah, I was going to say of all the others. Yeah. Right. Um, Jake from three picks and then, Oh yeah. We have to talk about that Georgia game too. Cause they got, um, let me up. make a comment on LSU first. So I true passer possibly can agree with you there. He's making a lot of NFL style throws through really tight windows, hitting the marks, doing his checks, making the reads. So I will consider that. I lost a little bit of respect for him though, because Michael and I were watching game day. Yeah. Not as cool as game y'all. And he called out Nebraska. He said, yes. no one recruited me. Like no one did anything. And that is only half true under Bo Pelini and under Beck. That is correct. They did not. But Mike Riley came in and Mike Riley did try to pursue him, but he had already committed to Ohio state. So I don't think it's very fair that he called us out because that's true. Okay. Initially they didn't, but Riley did pursue him and did mm-hmm. try to get him. I've heard he said that we didn't pursue him either. But then I also heard him say that like it was his dream to play for Ohio State and coach um, coach Urban Meyer. And so like he was going there. And then once he decided to transfer, like Urban Meyer would have blocked him because he can't bring that whole playbook to Nebraska. Like he wouldn't have been allowed to transfer to a Big Ten team mm-hmm. anyway. So we couldn't. And at that point, right. Scott Frost was pursuing Adrian Martinez. So it's like... You know, do you pursue someone older that 
doesn't have as much mm-hmm. time left, you know, this young kid. That, and so it was just kind of like not meant to be type of thing. Whatever. Like, Whatever. What we were saying earlier, though, about Joe Burrow being the Heisman candidate that looked the best on Saturday, I will say there's one other person that I think made a case for himself, and that is Jonathan yes. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. So I feel like like, he and Joe Burrow should both be moving up to the top after their performance Saturday. Here's the thing. And it, it sucks, but it's like, I don't even, I can't even think of a good analogy for it, but because it's just like a quarterback's award to lose, like Jonathan Taylor would have to be, it's like a defensive player winning it. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to be so outstanding and stellar and there'd be, like, no good options at quarterback, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's the same for a running back. And it sucks and it's stupid. But mm-hmm. it's just, like, I don't think – I don't I think – I'm, do. I'm just saying Saturday's performance, those are the two right. that I felt, like, really made a case for themselves. Whether right, that's okay. reflecting well, the or not, I'm not, you know – I will also say, that. not because I like him, but because he was one of my picks, Tua threw for almost – or not – yeah, he threw for almost 300 yards and had four touchdowns. So, I mean, I don't think you can really do that much more. He threw a pick, though, that game. Okay, but that's still not that bad of a stat. No, but And you're beating another ranked team. I mean, it's not like you're playing Rutgers. You're playing another ranked team, so. But when you're Joe Burrow, you don't throw any interceptions. You make all those great passes, and you beat a top-10 team. That's just more impressive. Like, there's no bonus. Sure, I know. But Megan's point was someone else that made a case for themselves. And I was saying you have to include that he's still in the running. Okay. But let's let's go ahead before we actually talk about the upset game. Let's talk about Wisconsin Michigan State since Megan mentioned Jonathan Taylor. He actually only ran for 80 yards. <laughs> so, stepping on your point a little bit there, Megan. <laughs> he did have two touchdowns, okay. And he had 26 carries. So, he did a lot of the work, but he only did got 80 yards. Kind but this looking so dominant. Like They look really good. They're looking really They're like now. The they're like the better Iowa. Well, yeah. sure, but like, or I, or Michael said I was the poor man's Wisconsin. So either way, you want to look at it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin, their defense. They've, I mean, how many shutouts have they had? But it's had a like, couple at least. I don't, I don't want to play them. <laughs> yeah, no. Here's the deal: their defense has allowed four touchdowns this whole season. I know. And their defense has scored four touchdowns. Like, they've oh. scored. Their defense has scored as much as they have allowed oh. other teams to score. So, Insane. it's pretty dominant. Yeah. I'd say to the Michigan State fans, you know what? Nebraska might not be at rock bottom because at least we have not gotten shut out yet. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> so That's what I was we, going for Saturday. I was like, we scored. Got points. I don't know. I'd be curious to see a Wisconsin-Ohio State. I still think Ohio State's more athletic. Mm-hmm. But Wisconsin's such a cohesive team, and they're so physical. Just like Iowa, they always have a really good line. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see that, but I know they don't play this year, which is a bummer. So, well, I mean, but they, they might if they, yeah, and so, looking like it's going to be. So I'm sure. I mean, I'm thinking that they probably will play each other. Yeah. All right. Well, let's save the upset for last. Did you guys watch any of the Penn State Iowa game that was also on during Nebraska? Yes. And I flipped another it. snooze fest. It's like whoever Iowa plays, they like. I get they have, like, a decent defense, but it's just, like, so annoying to not watch any points get scored all game long. I don't know. I'm just, like, so annoyed yeah. with them. The problem with Iowa is they're not built to come from behind. So if you can put up, a, like, a couple quick touchdowns on them and they're always trying to catch up, they just don't have a fast enough offense to compete. But 
I don't know. Their tight ends are typically pretty good. They, yeah, they had that sick catch. I don't know. I just, like... I can't figure out Penn State. Like, I don't know. I Yeah, I'm in the yeah. same. And that's why, like, because it's, like, they barely beat Pitt. Like, they, I, I, I don't know what's, like, going on with them. You know, and then they go and they destroy Maryland, which, you know, Maryland's been exposed, so whatever. But I, yeah, I can't get a read on them either. They're confusing to me. So they do face Ohio State on 11-23. They do not play Wisconsin, though. Yeah. I don't have any other games that I want to talk about except the Georgia game. Okay, let's move on to that one then. All right. Georgia, South Carolina. If I could have any SEC team lose, Georgia would be the last one, but... I will take it. That's fine. Yeah. Jake Frost, my man, did not look good. He struggled. He threw three picks. And granted, the last one wasn't really his fault. Like, his tight end, like, tipped it up. Like, you can't do that, bud, in overtime and expect to win. Um, But, like, I felt like both coaches of that game, it's like when you're, like, at the water fountain and somebody else comes up at the same time and you're like, no, you go, no, you go, no, you go. Like, that's what that game was like before overtime. It was like they were trying to give it away to the other team. I don't know what Will Muschamp was doing, calling a timeout to, like, preserve the clock to give the ball back yeah, to Georgia. Yeah, I did not get that. field goal. Like, every bad decision that both coaches could have made, they made. And then all those missed field goals, it, it was just, that game was crazy. I was actually watching it at DSW, Wise Chops for some deals this weekend. But, yes, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Or I should say Michael was watching on his phone. But I feel so bad for that kicker I Amy, did, like, Amy texted us like right after and he's like he's so cute he's, like little glasses on blank and chip I was I like yeah oh. like and I know he's- and I knew it I knew this would happen because I don't know if it was fourth quarter or third quarter I think it was fourth quarter the announcers were saying on like how consistent it was and, like he hadn't missed one all season except for like one other one and I was like oh no they've now mm-hmm. put the hex on they him have changed turn up yep it happened yeah Well, I think this was an example, honestly, of everything going wrong for Georgia in one game. I mean, like you said, Jake Fromm looked terrible. He just had a really off day, you could tell. They still had chance after chance after chance to win. Oh, I know. I know. I'm not saying that South Carolina doesn't deserve the win. Jake Fromm looked way worse than he normally looks. And then Blankenship is a really good kicker. I mean, he's probably, is he a senior? He's been around for a long time and he is one of the best. He missed two field goals, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, that's unheard of. You know what I mean? So it was just kind of one of those things where everything was going against Georgia for whatever reason. Things were just not clicking for them. But it's it's not just on him. It's like you can't put it on, like if you can't distance yourself three points from South Carolina, and then, like, you know, put that on your kicker. Like, you don't deserve to win anyway. Like, you know, it's South Carolina. I don't know. But even after that pick in the first overtime, all South Carolina had to do was make their field goal. And that field goal kicker missed it. So they got to a second. Like, I just feel like they were trying to give it away to you. It was like, mm-hmm. here, you go, you go, you go. It was just, like, ridiculous. Like, somebody win the game. I don't know. Yeah. I disagreed with a lot of the calls. I don't think that they should have gone for the field goal from that far deep. Like, I just... And then I think, I think Georgia should have, I, it was just, it was bad. I think the most frustrating thing though, or like the takeaway for me is I'm like, how do these teams that are 500, not ranked coming in and competing with like a number three Georgia at the time? Like, why can't Nebraska do that? Uh, So annoying, but congrats to South Carolina. What I want to know though, is like, I don't really agree with the AP poll. Um, 
Georgia fell to 10 from that game. Like, I guarantee you if Bama or, like, Clemson had lost, they would not have fallen all the way to 10. They're behind. They're two spots behind Notre Dame, who they just beat, which I'm not saying you have to be ahead of every team that you've beaten because I understand Mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way. If you start playing poorly and, like, losing multiple games, that's how it happens. But, like, I don't think after that one loss they should be down to 10. I don't think... Ohio State be penalized for having a bye. Um, I don't yeah. think LSU is second. I, I just, I don't know. I disagree with a lot of that. Well, I, last week, I'm pretty sure put Georgia out of my top four or five. And I think it's going to be hard, not impossible, for them to get back into the top four. Which, yeah. the positive note is, is maybe there's only going to be one SEC team in the championship. But the thing that's crazy to me is I called it. I said Notre Dame will be ranked ahead of Georgia. And Michael's like, there's no way because they both have one loss. And Notre Dame's loss is to Georgia. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guarantee it. And sure enough, that's how they did it. I knew that's how they would. Can I? I don't think it's right. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense. The other thing that doesn't make a lot of sense to me is the fact that Michigan is still at 16. What? Yeah, no. They're- I don't. Why are they still ranked? Like, I don't understand. Like, we all know they're, they're terrible. They are terrible. So I don't know. Well, Rankings are well. They are weird. But that's a good segue into our next week's games because college game day will be going to the Michigan versus Penn State. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking if Harbaugh loses this, I think he's out, or he's going to be on the track to being out. So mm-hmm. well, he's already on the track to being out, but. Yeah, I mean, he's on the fast track now. He was just on the slow track. Now he's on the fast track. Those khaki yeah. pants are getting getting pressed. A little too tight. Uh, so what do you guys think for that game? What's your pick? Well, Thank you, here's, State. The, here's the thing. Just like my, my head's like, oh, Michigan sucks this year. But I feel like. Michigan can be a wild card team and and Penn State I don't have like the best read on them so it's like I don't know like my head says Penn State but I'm not ruling Michigan out of the game completely um this isn't really how picking works Amy okay well I understand that are we picking picking the spread that's what I want to know I'm taking against the spread the spread is nine I'm taking state by ten Okay. So I'm picking them to win and beat the spread. Okay. okay. Amy? Um, just because I don't see any of the other ones happening this week, I'm going to pick Michigan to cover the spread against Penn State. Um, okay. It's at home all for Penn State. So. Yeah, it's a whiteout. I understand that. Um, and I understand it's like game day two. But I just, um, I don't know, sometimes, every once in a while Michigan can just like pull something out. So I'm mm-hmm. going to pick them. Okay. Pick them to upset, and I think I think Jim Harbaugh is going. Like I think he does realize he's, you know, about to be on the fast track. So, um, you know, I don't put it past him to pull some stuff out. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go with Penn State. I think they will cover. So. Okay. Um, <laughs> on the list you have Notre Dame. Yes, yes, I think Notre Dame will go um, undefeated this week as they have a bye. <laughs> we also have a bye. I'm hoping that we too can find a win. So going to number one, Alabama, Tennessee, the spread is 34 and a half points for Alabama. Who do you guys have in that game? Uh, I hate it when the spreads are so big. I know. Um, I I'm just... still taking Bama. I'm still taking them. I'm, 
I'm taking them to win. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Tennessee covered the spread just because Bama could like. Yeah, but Tua is trying to get Heisman, and if he can start throwing a lot of passes, I think I think they're going to cover. Thirty-four, you said. Thirty-four and a half. Yeah. Okay, I'm. I'll That's take just a lot of points. Like it a is a lot of points, and so, but I'll take Alabama because I have more faith in them than I do Tennessee right now. So, but I would. Yeah, I mean, definitely to win, but I, I think... No, 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 I know I'm taking them with the spread, too, but I'm just saying, okay. like, I don't have a ton of confidence in that. Okay. Okay, well, I'll just, I'll pick Tennessee to cover the spread, then, just to keep things interesting. Number two, LSU is playing Mississippi State. The spread is 19.5 for LSU. Who do you guys have there? LSU. I'm, this I'm one I am. LSU. Same thing. I think they're going to try to get that Heisman candidate. They're going to keep him in there. Not too long that he gets injured, but enough time to throw a lot of passes, a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. And also Mississippi State is really, really bad this year. Yeah, there. Isn't that who Auburn like just destroyed? Yes. Okay. They're at the bottom of the SEC West. Yeah. I mean, that's only three like three touchdowns covers that that spread. So I have to pick LSU for winning and this and to cover in that game because I yeah, I just think they're too much for Mississippi State. Um, okay. Number three, Clemson is playing Louisville. And the spread is 24 and a half for Clemson. Laura, who do you have? I would like to interrupt and give a little shout out to my niece, Rachel, who is a Louisville fan. Um, And they did have an upset against ranked Wake Forest. So I'm going to go ahead and take Louisville against Clemson on this one. I think Clemson will win, but I think Louisville will cover. I think the spread will be 17. I think they'll win by 17. Excuse me. It's very specific, Laura. Yes. Thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, Louisville be because Wake Forest was unbeaten um, mm-hmm. this year until Louisville beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Clemson's one of those like two. It's like are they going to play like they did against North Carolina or are they going to play like they did against Florida State? You know, in Syracuse, it's just mm-hmm. you know it's hard hard to know. Um, I will pick Clemson to win, and I will pick I'll pick Louisville to cover the spread. Okay, well I'm I'm going to pick the same thing. I'm going to pick Louisville to cover. Um, We'll see what those Cardinals can do. Woo. Okay. We'll off it upset, hopefully. Number four, Ohio State is playing Northwestern. And the <laughs> spread is 28 and a half for Clemson. Ohio State all day long. I mean, all day long. <laughs> I think the spread's going to be 40 all day long. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you remember at the beginning of the season when Megan didn't record us? And I was like talking about how Northwestern was going to be lucky if they even got to 500 this year. <laughs> Yes, I did record that it. part, but that's fine. I like. Well, I, I said it in the one that didn't, and then I kept saying it because, yeah, like, no one every single time. Been saying it every week. So I know, we I got. You guys never one. remember when I call things early, and um, oh I just wanted to get credit for it. Okay, but we all agree with you. Northwestern's not good. Amy is a magic predictor so of Northwestern games. Okay, keep saying nice things. I'll take it. Um, no, actually, a lot of people were picking them to go to the Big Ten Championship again. So a lot of like delusional people. Okay, well, but here's the thing: like Western fans, <laughs> they have had some bad luck, just like us, some injuries and stuff. Um, but I remember, like the spread against Wisconsin was huge too, mm-hmm. and they showed up. I mean, Ohio State's definitely going to win. Ohio State's offense is much better than I think. I, at least I think. I think they're a lot more high scoring, a lot more quick scoring than yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, here's the deal. Ohio State's offense is completely different than Wisconsin, I think. Right. I understand I mean, Jack that. Cohn is not. I don't think you can even compare him to Justin Fields. I think 
Wisconsin has plan is they're going to run it down your throat and Ohio state has a billion options of what they want to do. And so I just think they're going to have their way with Northwestern, but I could be wrong. Okay. So everyone's picking Ohio state to win and cover. Yes. Yes. That's what I will pick. Okay. So what are you picking Amy? Um, I mean, I'm obviously picking Ohio state to win. I do think Northwestern's defense is a little better than ours. But I don't know that they can keep it that close. I don't know. I'll just, I'll pick Northwestern to cover just, just to make it interesting because it's all boring when we all pick the same thing. So I'll pick them to cover the spread. But, yeah, I'm definitely picking Ohio State to win. Okay, moving on. Number five, Oklahoma is playing West Virginia. And the spread is 33.5 for Oklahoma. This is one that I definitely I think Oklahoma is going to win. But I, I think I would definitely pick West Virginia to cover the spread. I am going to do the same. I'm going to pick West Virginia to cover, but Oklahoma to win. I think Oklahoma will win by 28. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go ahead and pick Oklahoma to beat the spread too. I think West Virginia is pretty bad. So just keeping it interesting here. Okay. Number six, Wisconsin is playing Illinois and the spread is 31 and a half. (laughs) These are all like, I know it's not even fun. I'm going to take Illinois in this one. Mm, I'll take Wisconsin. Well, I mean, I'm with the the spread. spread. With the spread, spread. I mean. Obviously, they're going to win. I mean, I I feel like that goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick them, Wisconsin, to win. Um, I don't know. Illinois got, like, manhandled. I just... I'll pick Illinois to cover the spread just because that's that's a lot of points. And then we already talked about Penn State, Michigan. Notre Dame has a bye this week. Number nine, Florida is playing South Carolina. And the spread is six points. So that's the closest spread of any top ten team that's playing this week. I think Florida comes lights out. I think after their loss, I think they come lights out. I just, like you said, kind of the perfect storm against Georgia – I'm taking Florida by, I'll say, 14. Okay. Um. Yeah, I agree that Florida's going to win and cover. I just don't think South Carolina has them in them twice to <laughs> pull yeah. upsets. I just think that, that, yeah, that Georgia, like Georgia didn't play well. South Carolina did. And it was just, yeah, I don't think that that's going to happen again. I mean, all Florida has to do is win by a touchdown. That's like, that's a gimme game. Yeah. If, if I bet on Vegas odds, which I do not, Dad, Right, I, right. Never. I would pick Florida. This would be my gimme game of the week. I would definitely bet on Florida. Yeah, I'm going Florida. I think you're right. South Carolina, they put it all together for one game. I think it's unlikely the stars will align again. Okay, um, number 10, Georgia is playing Kentucky, and the spread is 25 for Georgia. I'm taking Kentucky. I'm going to take Georgia. I think this is a do or die game for them as far as staying relevant in the polls. They've already fallen to 10. I think, I think they're going to cover. See, I think Jake Crom has a bounce back game. I'm going Georgia. I think that if what happened last week didn't happen, I would pick Kentucky to cover, but because they're going to be in such a frenzy to get back close as they can to a playoff spot before the polls start coming out in a couple weeks, um, like the playoff polls. I think Georgia's just going to come out, yeah, on fire, and I am picking them to cover this week. I would not have done that had they had they won last week, but I think Kentucky is just like an unlucky 
they got them at an unlucky time, um, having yeah. just been knocked out by South Carolina. So I'm picking Georgia to win and cover too. Also, Megan, you did not tell us that the Louisville quarterback is having season ending surgery. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been playing. So we kind of thought something was up with him. But yeah, his. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> I'm laughing at Amy, one, because I don't know why she's laughing, but two, I'm reading it and it's like. It's super dramatic. It's like season-ending surgery, and it's like on his toe. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. But no, all best, wi- all best wish- wishes. Yeah. You're like, well, he hasn't been in any games, so we figured something was up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, we knew that he was hurt, but we were like, he's not playing, he's not coming back, so we're just kind of waiting to hear that he's not going to play this season. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, to wrap up our segment, though, we do have a celebrity guest pick. It's not for one of the top games that we talked about, but Oklahoma State does play Baylor, and our celebrity guest picker has picked Oklahoma State in an upset. So mm. just do wanted to have, throw that out there. Is it a do celebrity we... guest picker or a civilian guest picker? <laughs> <laughs> Familial guest picker. <laughs> Autumn, and she has red hair. Yes, yes, yes. So okay. I'm going to pick Oklahoma State, too, just for you. I always pick them for you and Luke. So you're welcome. Yes. Yes. I hope that Oklahoma State can end Baylor's winning season here. Yes. Love that. Okay. Well, at least we can relax this weekend, right? We can watch all the other games. Right. Don't yeah, enjoy the practice. games. No I know. I can make snacks and eat all day. Pumpkin patch, apple picking, whatever else you would like to do since the Huskers won't be on. All right, everybody, enjoy peaceful week off of Nebraska football. Enjoy the rest of the games, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also, hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content. Excuse me, I had to burp. You can edit that out. Um, okay. Can I? Yes. I was trying to finish my sentence, but I couldn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>